back to the uncomfortable truth. This episode is titled Ipso Facto. Before I begin, let me say that the uncomfortable truth, Alan Weiss's The Uncomfortable Truth, has just been trademarked, uh, registered with the United States government. It's my 19th trademark, and I want to thank you all who are listening for your interest and your support. I truly appreciate it. Now on to ipso facto, meaning it's obvious. If you aren't being vaccinated because you're trying to prove your control and independence, shouldn't you use that control and independence to voluntarily be vaccinated and free up the healthcare system for your fellow citizens, many of whom are afraid to go to an ER, aren't receiving vital cancer and diabetes and other screenings, and must forego important elective surgery, such as joint replacements. Wouldn't it add to your power and independence if you enabled others to improve their lives through your efforts? I'm just saying. I wonder what athletic companies are in line to use Novak Djokovic for endorsements and commercials at this point, the stupid fool. You know, it's actually a great time to travel right now in that the airports I've been in, at least, are empty and TSA lines are non-existent. You can go through pre-check in under 30 seconds. And that's reporting from Boston, Los Angeles, and Fort Lauderdale, to name three recent ones. Maybe I should have gone into the lawn care business to be really successful, where they tell you that the grass isn't doing well because it's too dry, or it's not doing well because it's too wet. Why is the grass green at the ball field or the cemetery? Don't they get the same weather variations? I can't get all upset when someone's mask slips below their nose, for God's sake. Mine tends to migrate downward at times. It's not an act of sedition. It's simply a happenstance. Most people who insistently send you literature and endorsements about their particular cause are actually trying to convince themselves. You think you have it tough, by the way? Mary, St. Mary, had no original sin, and her son was the son of God. The only sinner in the family was her husband, Joseph. It's quite a burden. I tell visitors to my home that we have squirrel feeders outside that we allow the birds to also use. It saves tedious conversations about how I can keep squirrels away from the bird food. And actually, you can't. And squirrels, as far as I'm concerned, ought to be hired in R&D departments globally. Every time you use the plural pronoun they to refer to a single individual in a paroxysm of political correctness, you distort meaning. They didn't like your presentation. Well, who? One person? The group? The prospect? My peers? The catering staff? Who? Exactly. I've piloted the Goodyear blimp a B-24 heavy bomber from World War II, and a naval aircraft carrier trainer. I've sat in the jump seat at 35,000 feet on a commercial flight when the pilot realized I was the only one in first class and invited me up. Please don't tell me life hasn't changed or that we're going back to normal. I'm reading Tinderbox, which is about the creation of HBO, which pioneered cable and streaming and lost gazillions in its first six years and after that made extraordinary profits and changed entertainment. It takes a while to create success. Seinfeld, you know, nearly wasn't renewed and became one of the most well-received, high-revenue sitcoms ever. The only thing we watch on broadcast uh, TV these days are some sports analysis shows. Don't be upset if you don't win a prize. 
The notion that there is a single best actor or single most valuable player is nonsense. According to whom? There are a lot of great actors and athletes, and it depends on the current biases of the people who happen to be voting. Now, I do believe in valedictorians and in honor lists of the top 10 academically, but of course, anything so objective is being eliminated, so no one's feelings are hurt and we all get worked up about privilege instead of talent and hard work. Even in sports, you know, a lucky bounce or an official's error can make the difference, not necessarily the best team or athlete. When Olivia Octavia Cortez, AOC, I hope I got her name right, won her upset congressional seat, only 14% of registered Democrats came out to vote in that district. 14%. They're the ones who put her in office. Don't mistake one-off successful maneuvering for the will of the people. And don't think that not casting a vote doesn't matter. And by the way, none of her independently sponsored bills, as I'm recording this, has ever come to a vote, let alone been passed. So thanks again, ipso facto, for your interest and support. You know, my intent here with these podcasts isn't to elicit your love or popularity, just to provoke your thinking. And that might just be the uncomfortable truth.